You're listening to the Moms Working Overtime podcast, the community of women you've been searching to find for so long. We bring together our mamas in waiting, brand new moms, stay-at-home moms, working moms, and the moms who maybe just have a little bit more experience than the rest of us. We're all here for community, support, and finding ways to show up better for our families each and every day. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I hope you love what you find on today's episode. Welcome back to Moms Working Overtime. Welcome to your late night pep talk, Mama. We hit... 1,000 downloads on the Moms Working Overtime podcast this week, and I'm so excited. I'm so humbled. Wow, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're on episode six, I guess this is, and to already hit 1,000 downloads, I did not expect that. I was honestly going to be pretty pleased with the podcast if I had like 10 moms that just tuned in for one of the two episodes each week. So Really, really excited about that, and it just means the world to me that you all are loving the podcast. I hope coming back for this late night pep talk that this is exactly what you need as well. I have tons planned for the MWO podcast, and I've been reaching out to a ton of different people that I plan to have on for interviews as well, so we'll be adding in another feature of the podcast in addition to these late night pep talks. So if there is someone that you would love to hear from or a topic that you would love to hear a professional speak about, please send ideas my way. I am setting up tons and tons of those so that we can be rolling out even more support, validation, information, fun just for you all to listen to. So it's been a crazy few days in our household. We just got through a few really challenging days of my son teething, which holy cow, when they say that you cannot appreciate the rainbows without experiencing the rain, that's my life right now. so true. I really try in those moments though, it's been a hard few days. I really try to find the beauty in the challenges. Like these past few days, we've gotten more snuggles from him. My son is not a snuggler. Unless he is asleep, he's not really like leaning into you or laying in your arms, but the snuggles were really precious the last few days. So that is my sunshine that I'm finding in the midst of multiple all-nighters in a row. And for those mamas that are going through this right now or just seem to be in a really stormy part of your chapter that's not ending, here's the things I do to remind myself to get through those hard days. First, I tell myself I was perfectly designed for this challenge. I remind myself over and over and over again that I was absolutely designed to take on everything that is coming my way. Second, I'll tell myself, hey, I'm just really grateful to be his comfort in these moments. As exhausting as it can be that every tearful look is pointed mama's way or that they reach out to us in their weakest moments in the times when they have the most attitude, times that they're most distraught, I'm just really grateful to be the one that has the comfort that he needs. Then I tell myself, this too shall pass. (laughs) So cliche, but... Not every storm will last forever. And I know that someday I'm going to wish back these days, these really hard days. I know someday I'll miss them and I'll wish them back. So those things kind of help me. And on a lighter note, I just like to joke with a few of the moms that I talk to in my DMs and a couple of my friends that 
Moms can survive on such little sleep and still function as if nothing happened. It's so amazing. I look back at some of these days and I'm like, how did I function on seriously a solid 45 minutes of sleep? We have no idea, but moms are incredible. We tap into some type of superpower. I don't even know where it comes from, but pat yourself on the back, mama. If you are going through one of these phases, Woo. I am hoping that we are coming out of it. We have already had two teeth pop the surface and my son's style is to do about four at a time. So I'm sure that we have a couple more, but transitioning into tonight's podcast. So Carter turned one last week and it's funny to say that this is a realization I had, but when he turned one, I was thinking, man, that means it's been over a year since I've gotten a pedicure. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll give myself like home pedicures because I'm a penny pincher. But the last time that I went to a salon and got a pedicure, I remember I was 38 weeks pregnant. How sad is that? And when he turned one, for some reason that hit me probably because I was thinking about how I needed to do my toes. But as a mom, I personally really struggle to give up time and be away from him. And this is a constant stream of thoughts that just goes through my head every time I consider stepping away for something as silly as a pedicure. I'm not even kidding you. I will fight the battles of, man, is that time away from him really worth what I'll miss? Or I tell myself, you know what, Elena, the season of life is not about you. That I'm too afraid to miss a milestone or he'll say a word for the first time. Or that, man, someday you're going to look back and be so mad at yourself for stepping away for something so silly like a pedicure every few weeks. I'm not kidding. I know there's moms out there that understand this, that put this guilt on themselves because FYI, we do this to ourselves. But for me, I recognize it's almost problematic. (laughs) I can crave a girl's night or a few hours of peace to myself, but I will not give that to myself because of the guilt and fear and those thoughts that run through my head the instant that I start to make plans. And so even though he's over a year now, Dylan and I have yet to spend an entire night away from him. I really don't even want to say that like it's a bad thing because I do think that there's beauty in both sides of this coin. I really admire the moms or parents that feel really comfortable making time for themselves, taking those nights or weekends away, going on those vacations. But I also really admire the moms, the parents that lean fully into this role without taking tons of time away and that are okay with that. So regardless of where you stand, solidarity sister. Okay. But me personally, I still don't feel ready for that. And it doesn't help that my husband and I are both homebodies. So we feed into this problem for each other that we don't feel a strong enough craving to step away overnight yet. But when I start to think about this, I really ask myself, why do we as moms beat ourselves up for feeling any of these things, no matter which side of it you're on. Can we not just trust our own intuitions, validate our own feelings, and stop worrying about how something might be perceived or what someone else might have to say about it or comparing that so-and-so parents this way, but we seem to parent completely different as if someone has to be right or wrong. Remember what I said earlier when I reassure myself in times of challenge? We were designed for this role. It's the truest thing I can tell you as a mother. There's actually a few research studies I was reading. I'm kind of a nerd like this, but there were some research studies that were done in 2019, and they looked into attachment patterns between mothers and their children. And you see, 
Ladies, the attachment that we have to this child or to all of our children really begins to have influence whenever they're in the womb. So literally before you even meet this little human that you've been growing, we innately begin to form attachments to them. So they are us, we are them. Connected, literally, but beginning to form the attachments that you'll see after delivery, after birth. And what they found in all these studies that they were doing is that we're pre-wired to feel psychological tension or to develop these anxieties on both sides, mother and child, when distance is created between us. We are pre-wired to feel and experience those things. But why? Why does that exist? Because instinctually, we're driven as moms to do two things for these kids, protect and care. It's two things that moms are very good at. I would never step between a mother and her child in a defensive situation, and I will never underestimate the care that a mother has for that small human that she's working so hard to raise into a grown, beautiful human. And when we develop these attachments, please remind yourself that these have such purpose, not just for your child, but for you. And y'all, I'm telling you, rabbit hole, you dive into this a little bit further. They're analyzing these mothers and children in all of these different studies, and they're finding that the children with secure attachment patterns with their mother had the will to explore and discover when they entered rooms with their mother. That secure attachment gave them the courage to explore their different environment. However, it was very normal. It was consistent across the board that they experienced anxiety or tension when mom left the room and then rapidly relaxed whenever mom came back into the room and wanted to share everything that they discovered and all the exploring that they had done. All of these things were designed perfectly this way, and you are not the only mom that goes through this roller coaster of emotions up and down when you're with or away from your children. These attachments that we form with our child the feelings that we feel so strongly that can feel almost overwhelming at times serve a very important purpose. Our bond with our children will influence their social relationships, their family relationships, future romantic relationships. They're even finding with these studies that the attachments a child has with their mother drastically influence the experience they have with their own child. When they become a parent, the way we've shown up for them and this attachment that we stress about is going to powerfully impact the way that they raise your grandchildren. How cool is that? I understand that motherhood is all consuming and it's totally normal to crave that reset, to crave that break. It's also normal to mourn the separation And that 10 minutes down the road, you already miss them or you have tears in your eyes or it's hard for you to enjoy yourself because you're thinking about them, worrying about them. That's normal too. It's all normal, mama. I saw a saying and actually one of the moms in the MWO community talked about this as well. You better take a break before you break. You better take a break before you break. In this motherhood culture that we live in today, I feel like we idolize the grind. The mom who never stops, the mom who goes over the top with everything, the mom who signs her kids up for every single activity, event, sport, the mom who flaunts her work most beautifully on social media with the best filters and setup and all those things that I'm not good at. But this kind of exhaustion is not a badge of honor. It's really important as moms that we give ourselves permission to take a break 
but also validate ourselves that we can feel sad to be away from our children and still need to take that break. It's actually really empowering if you can recognize and provide yourself with that time when needed. I feel like in the mom community, we can respect more a mama that takes time for herself away from her children so she can show up better for them than a mom who runs herself into the ground. And we know everyone in the household pays for that when it happens. I know not everyone has a village. I know sometimes it's really hard to get that break, to get that time. But we do have the power to make a village, mama. Whether that be friends that you make, new friends, strengthening relationships with your neighbors, finding someone at your church that you learn to trust and love and can just ask for a little bit of help, getting more involved in your community with other parents and finding someone that you can trade off, you know, an evening here and there so that you can get a break. Those are things that we all have the power to create for ourselves so that we can show up better for our family. And you know what, mama, if the thought of stepping away isn't something you're ready for yet and you feel a little bit like me, that's okay too. We need to normalize that we all have these motherly instincts. We were all designed perfectly for the role that we're in and we're all doing the best that we can. We have got to put a stop to having opinions about how another mama lives out this chapter. No matter what side of this that you sit on with this podcast and which pieces of tonight's episode you related with, I want you to know that it is valid and you are doing amazing And I hope you know that you deserve a break when you need it and when you're ready for it. We'll talk again soon, mama. If you loved this episode of Moms Working Overtime, do me a favor, share it on social media, or send it to another mom to remind her that you love her and that she's doing such an amazing job. There's nothing more incredible that we can do in this community than remind other mamas of their strength. I'm so glad you were here today and just know that I appreciate you an overtime amount.